This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome back to Five Rounds, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and uh, yeah, I'm continuing my kind of mini series, the a look back at some of the best things that have happened in UFC uh, in 2021 as we barrel towards uh, this weekend's coming up event, headlined by Calvin Qatar and Giga Chikadze. Uh, yeah, this time I wanted to look at some of the 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 other outliers. I mean, I know I've covered uh, the best fighters, uh, in my opinion, and some of the best events of the year. Now I just want to cover uh, some other kind of like little standout uh, moments and 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 topics over the year. So first of all, I want to uh, give a few facts um, that that I think you guys should go and and look at. Um, first of all, let's go back to UFC 265, uh, Raphael Fiziev versus Bobby Green, uh, an outstanding war. Um, each of these landed uh, well over 100 significant strikes, buried deep in the prelims of, of, of this show, but uh, certainly one that deserves more as certainly one that deserves you to kind of go out of your way to look for uh, Fiziev picking up the, uh, the victory. Um, but it certainly wasn't um, uh, any kind of uh, disparagement on Bobby Green. He certainly came and gave his absolute all. Uh, so I'll definitely go and try and check that one out. Uh, the next one I want to recommend is uh, Alex Volkanovsky taking on Brian Ortega at UFC uh, 266. Uh, this uh, started off quite cagey. Uh, both fighters really looking uh, nerve end and didn't want to be the first person to, to make a move and maybe um, make an error. Uh, but once uh, Ortega went for the for the, the guillotine choke on, on uh, Volkanovski and had it really cinched in tight, uh, the, the fight kind of uh, turned up a gear. Um, Ortega really uh, was able to... to Push the push forward with, with some uh, those submissions, but it, it really did light a fire under um, under Volkanovsky. Uh, he was able to um, to power through the victory, uh, outstriking his his opponent to to uh, get the the decision win. A uh, very tough fight for Volkanovsky, and certainly one that we can see being run uh, again in the near future. Next up from the next um, 
uh, numbered event, UFC 267, Petty Yan versus uh, Corey Sandhagen. Um, I was not one who thought that Corey should have been in this uh, in this position uh, after coming off a, a, a loss. I don't think he should have had the, the opportunity to go for the interim title. Um, but he, he, he certainly held his own uh, in this fight. Pretty much going uh, toe to toe and punch for punch uh, with one of the the most lethal uh, pound for pound boxers uh, in 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 the UFC, uh, and the the last minute uh, where we we saw um, Jan throwing the spinning heel kick, uh, Sandhagen throwing the the flying knee. Um, Ultimately, uh, Petty Yan picked up the the interim title, um, and he's obviously leading towards a, a rematch with uh, with incumbent champion uh, Aljamain Sterling. But yeah, it was a, a very um, exciting fight to watch, and one that uh, will probably be talked about for for years to come. Um, let, now let's uh, let's talk about um, Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler from UFC uh, two sixty eight. Um, yeah, and this was uh, a dream fight for for people who uh, who love MMA. Um, Michael Chandler has been someone who, who has always kind of teased joining uh, the UFC, uh, been a huge star in Bellator, but it was just never uh, the stars wouldn't align for him to come over. But eventually they they did, and he signed a contract. And after um, debuting against Dan Hooker, uh, he, he was uh, quickly thrown into. Uh, uh, the the upper echelons of the card uh, and the rankings against uh, Justin Gaethje, and this ended up to uh, being uh, a huge huge fight. Uh, both guys absolutely just giving a hundred percent in the in this fight. Every uh, every shot felt like it 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 hurt. Uh, Gaethje was uh, was wobbled. Um, Chandler was wobbled. Uh, Fifteen minutes of, of brutal, brutal action from both guys. Um, just to get here, uh, picking up the the decision, um, and Chandler really co- coming out looking the worse for wear. But what an amazing uh, battle um, that was! So definitely uh, one of the best matches uh, of of the year. So now let's look at some of the the best finishes, and let's uh, let's look at. Um, the best knockouts. Uh, firstly, it's hard to not mention uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, and Kamar Usman uh, from UFC 261. Um, this was uh, in a period of uh, of Usman's reign as champion, where he wasn't um, he wasn't getting finishes. He was uh, he was getting a lot of um, a lot of decisions, and Masvidal was really kind of uh, pushing the fact that he couldn't finish. Um, but eventually, he did finish, and he finished uh, with uh, uh, with with a, a brilliant one-two com- combo that uh, that put uh, Jorge Masvidal clean out, uh, silenced uh, a lot of the Masvidal's critics with that, and really kind of set the 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 killer Masvidal uh, off rolling. It was a, a brutal, brutal fin. Next up, uh, let's talk Corey Sandhagen again. Um, and at UFC uh, Vegas 18, he uh, he faced Frankie Edgar, and that fight would only last 30 seconds or so uh, when we see a, a beautiful flying knee knockout by 
back hoary, absolutely perfectly timed, perfectly uh, executed. Uh, Edgar stepped in, uh, Sandhagen just leapt and landed the knee, uh, and even got the, the walk-off, which was just glorious. Um, next, uh, one that we uh, mentioned last week, uh, Chris Barnett uh, taking on Gian Vellante at uh, UFC 268. Um, and uh, Chris Barnett is a is a big fella, uh, big beefy guy, and able to uh, throw a spinning heel kick, uh, landed perfectly, um, and was just cleaned out uh, Gian Vellante. Um, and then to to celebrate, did a front flip, absolutely superb. Um, next, let's go back a little a bit to uh, uh, Dominic Reyes taking on. Uh, Jiri uh, Prochaska, uh, Dominic Reyes trying to force his way back into the title picture and uh, Prochaska trying to use um, use Dominic as a stepping stone and that he did. Uh, Dominic Reyes really kind of dropping dropping down the, the rankings. Um, Prochaska uh, cleanly knocked him out with a, a spinning elbow, uh, just absolutely devastating, flawed. Um, Reyes in the, in the second round picked up the victory and, and looking to push her. Uh, for a, a title shot in the in 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 the near future, so maybe we'll see Prochaska taking on uh, um, Glover Teixeira in the in the upcoming months. Who's to say? Um, next, let's go forward a little bit to UFC Vegas uh, 34. Uh, Bahamandes taking on Roosevelt Roberts, uh, and again, this was a a, a, a finish that was buried uh, in the in the 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 deep dark prelims. Uh, but Bahamondes again with a, a, a beautiful spinning heel kick uh, cleaned out Roosevelt Roberts, um, and the setup to this was was absolutely glorious. He he, he tagged uh, Roberts uh, with a spinning back kick several times uh, throughout the fight um, to kind of lure in uh, Roosevelt Roberts. Uh, and when he threw it to the head, uh, Roberts was trying to defend the body, lands him clean on the chin uh, and puts him puts him out and fast, fast asleep. So that's a great um, uh, uh, finish. One you should definitely go and try and check out if you if you have the time. So that was at UFC Vegas 34. Uh, so now let's talk some upsets. Some of the, the things that are uh, those like kind of oh my God moments. Um, been quite a few this year. Uh, first one I want to talk about is Anthony Hernandez versus Rodolfo uh, Vieira from UFC 258. Um, um, everybody had uh, Vieira uh, to come into uh, the UFC and, and really kind of make a statement. Uh, multi-time Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion. Uh, everyone thought that uh, Anthony Hernandez was being fed to him. Um, but yet we see... Uh, we see uh, the cardio of, uh, of Vieira really kind of let him down. Uh, and by the time we get to uh, the second round, he's absolutely gassed. Uh, and Hernandez was able to uh, to kind of weather that storm uh, and was was even even more surprisingly able to, to get this uh, multi-time Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion uh, to submit to a guillotine. Uh, with him only being a purple belt, so yeah, that was a, a an outstanding kind of a, a surprise moment for for Anthony um, Anthony Hernandez there. 
Next up, um, let's talk about Jan Blahovic versus Israel Adesanya. Uh, Blahovic had uh, had won the the lightweight title, light heavyweight title, and um, Israel was looking to step up and become a multi uh, division champion. And he'd really kind of talked himself to being the the bookies' favourite. Uh, Jan very understated in the build up to this fight, and uh, Israel, um, for for all his uh, his great uh, technical skill, he does run his mouth a hell of a lot. Uh, but when it came to this fight, he was he was nowhere near uh, good enough to take on uh, Jan Blachowicz. And whilst he didn't get uh, finished, he, he certainly went to the judges. The it was so one sided that uh, that there was no option but to uh, to uh, for the judges to pick Jan Blachowicz. He was almost like swatting a fly in terms of uh, defence ag- uh, against uh, Adesanya. Uh, yeah, kind of really. Uh, stopped Adesanya's uh, world domination um, tactics in their tracks and made him kind of like refocus and regroup. Um, we'll see how he copes against uh, the big hitting Robert Whittaker again as, as they face off uh, once more. The year didn't end particularly well for, for Jan Blachowicz, though. He obviously lost his title to uh, Glover Teixeira. Uh, but yeah, this was certainly uh, uh, an upset in terms of uh, how the bookies were looking at this fight, I suppose. Uh, now for for the next two, uh, both pretty uh, pretty um, big upsets. In if if you are a casual fan, I suppose. Um, first one, let's go to uh, UFC two fifty seven. Uh, Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor two. Um, uh, this was the this wasn't the leg break one. This uh, which also was a a, a pretty big upset uh, in terms of what happened in in the fight. But this was the. Uh, the second one, uh, seven years after um, uh, McGregor had beat Dustin Poirier, um, the comeback was on, uh, and uh, Poirier uh, became the first person in in the UFC to able to uh, knock the Irishman out. Uh, absolutely slept him to the point where he has been roundly, roundly mocked on social media uh, with uh, with memes and even by the likes of uh, the Paul brothers. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the right hand and then the flurry of ground and pound puts uh, McGregor to, to sleep. Uh, the the third fight wouldn't be that long uh, in, in the books and that ended when uh, McGregor uh, had the leg break uh, and was unable to continue, but still was uh, was still was bad mouthing Dustin Poirier uh, after the fight. Dustin uh, went on to get a, a potential title shot uh, against um, Oliveira and wasn't able to uh, to wrestle that title away from from Oliveira. So he's in a, a position where now maybe he's uh, he's looking at uh, where his uh, future lies, whether he's going to continue in the sport or. Or not, but um, yeah, that was a, a massive, massive upset for for Dustin Poirier at UFC two two fifty seven. Uh, but the biggest one um, has to be uh, Juliana Pena uh, taking on Amanda Nunes. Um, Amanda Nunes, who has solidified herself as arguably the best female fighter that MMA has ever seen, uh, dominant in two divisions. Uh, and nobody gave Juliana Pena uh, the the slightest sniff of a of a hope of victory in, in this fight. Uh, apart from Juliana Pena, she uh, she backed herself and she believed in herself. Uh, and after 
uh, surviving the early kind of swarm of uh, of Nunes, uh, we actually see a chink in Nunes' armour where she eventually was looked like she was gassing, uh, staying in a very particular, uh, specific range of new of, uh, of Juliana Pena's where she was able to land shot after shot after shot, and we didn't see that kind of trademark head movement from from uh, Amanda Nunes uh, to the point where. Um, uh, Peña was able to get the the, the submission. Uh, Nunes tapped, and uh, we see a new champion uh, in the women's bantamweight division. A massive, uh, massive kind of a step up for um, for um, uh, Juliana Peña, and really kind of vindication of of her mindset that that Nunes has been ducking her for so long. I'm sure we'll see those two go at go at it again in the very near future. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, probably the biggest upset of the year. So let's have a let's end this with a little bit of fun, uh, and this has been um, an interesting era for UFC, uh, especially with the 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 apex the apex not having fans. Uh, we've seen kind of like a something in 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 the fights come to light where uh, the fighters can hear the commentary, uh, and we've got some really kind of funny funny points where. Um, we've heard the fighters actually speaking uh, to the commentators and actually um, giving their feedback on on um, some of the, the, the commentary that, that has been going on. Uh, Kevin Holland is a massive notable example where he's been uh, he's been speaking to Daniel Cormier uh, multiple times. Cormier uh, criticised his wrestling, uh, so... Um, Criticised his his kind of uh, shit talking of fighters in uh, in in between uh, in, in between the action uh, and Kevin Holland kind of giving him his feedback whilst having fighters pinned against the the cage. But we've seen um, we've seen the likes of um, uh, Chimiev carrying his fighter over to the commentary table to to uh, have chats with uh, with uh, Daniel Cormier and, and Michael Bisping. We've seen fighters. Uh, um, saying, oh, stop, that really hurts, uh, and yeah, and stop talking shit about me, and, and how do you like that kind of submission move, which has been absolutely hilarious. So I wanted to kind of look at some of uh, the best um, mat work, I, I want to say, for a very loose uh, a very loose description. So the first one I, I want to uh, talk about is... Uh, is Max Holloway when uh, the the commentary team were saying he's arguably uh, the best boxer in the, in uh, in the UFC? Um, the the and then they were throwing out kind of uh, different uh, examples and people who may be able to challenge him for that. Uh, Holloway heard this and whilst punching uh, Qatar in the face and uh, uh, slipping uh, Qatar's jabs. He shouted to the the commentary team that he was in fact the best boxer in the UFC, and and here he is proving it, which is which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, next, after his uh, victory at UFC two sixty five uh, against Bobby Green, um, Rafael Fiziev um, essentially called out uh, Hasbullah, uh, Hasbullah the the TikTok uh, superstar, uh, embroiled in a. In a uh, an ongoing feud with uh, Abdu Razak, uh, but the issue is that Hasbullah is um, is about two foot tall, 
but uh, Fiziev um, having a lot of fun and, and really kind of uh, getting the the whole of the audience uh, in absolute hysterics. He snatches the microphone away from Daniel Cummings and says, Hasbullah, um, you've taken everything that I've worked uh, my whole life for in the in the UFC. Uh, and if you want your money fight, uh, you have your fight with me, which is so, so hilarious. And the last one I want to kind of mention, and this is a, a very local one to, to myself and to Carlos, uh, it's the debut of uh, Paddy, the Baddy Pimlet, someone who uh, has we we know has, has has been UFC ready for quite a long time, but he didn't feel uh, he was ready in, in himself. Uh, and he's actually uh, turned down the UFC a couple of times until uh, earlier this year when he he felt he was uh, primed and he he'd had the experience under under his belt to to make that move. Uh, and he uh, he had his he had his debut um, earlier this year against uh, Luigi Vendramina, uh, and after. Uh, uh, a f- one round that fits in maybe three rounds of action uh, to the point where he was uh, he was in in some pretty early trouble uh, to the point where he was then able to get the the knockout finish um, in his in his post fight um, interview with uh, Megan Oliva. Uh, he actually uh, called out Instagram because in the, in the run up to to UFC his UFC debut, uh, he'd actually been um, he'd been banned from Instagram. He had his uh, account disabled, um, and Megan was asking who he would like to 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 call out in terms of a fight, and he and he said, "I'm not really going to call anybody out. The only thing I want to call out is this company called Instagram." Give me back my account, you absolute lizards! It's just uh, set the whole of the the MMA world into fits of hysterics and and kind of really um, cemented the arrival of uh, Paddy the Baddy Pimlet. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much wraps up this uh, this final uh, look at the best of UFC in 2020. Um, next week's event. Um, very quickly coming well i say next week it's actually as as uh the time this episode drops it's actually this weekend uh headlined by calvin qatar and giga uh chikadze so that'll be a uh, an outstanding uh battle to to watch uh but yeah tune in next week for our analysis and breakdown of that uh but um aside from that this is uh this has been your boy mags you can follow me on twitter at podfather mags follow carlos at kirby underscore carlos and follow the show at five rounds pod check out all the the rest of the amazing creators uh covering a wide gamut of uh, of topics and subjects here on uh on the amazing networks that we are proud to be a part of that's uh, Radio Techers, that's The Chair Shot, and that's also here at Visionaries Global Media. Uh, but that's all from me, and that is the end. <laughs>